Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I had to say to myself recently, you don't see this every day. I've said that a lot in the last 45 days. And when it comes to Wall Street, that's kind of a, a big deal for us to be shocked because we've seen everything. The market has seen Nagasaki and Hiroshima. The market has seen the Battle of Porkchop Hill. The market's, I don't know if that's true. The battle has seen the Bay of Pigs and we will, you know, destroy you with atom bombs. And we've seen a lot. I've never seen oil go to zero. I know you're saying, well, Rob, you're, you're exaggerating. No, oil went to zero today. Technically, it's at about $10, $11 a barrel. That's the West Texas Intermediate Futures. Brent crude, the international oil, is down to about $26.51, trading as low as 22 But there's some oil facilities that have, have done a spot price at zero today. And you, you're like, that's that's got to be a typo. It's not. There's too much oil out there, and no one wants to take it. And... Some companies are trying to give it away for zero because they have nowhere to store it. Oil pipelines like the Bakken Shale Fields in North Dakota, they've got too much supply, too little demand. One Canadian oil pipeline, oil's below zero dollars. Now, that's all going to reset in the next couple of days, probably towards the $22 level on the international But oil's got a lot lot going on that I don't want to play with. First and foremost, I don't like Saudi Arabia. I know you're saying, wait, 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 Rob, you can't say that. I don't trust them as a business. They've operated like a cartel for way too long. A cartel being 13, 14 nations getting together and going, how much oil should we pump out? Well, we have to keep the markets well supplied, Saudi will say, because they make the most of it. They have the most of it. They they have the most infrastructure. So are they playing games based on demand? Are they playing games based on supply? Keep in mind, they could say, ah, we want a little higher, so we're going to just turn off the spigots for a while. Now they've got caught in a situation where demand is spiraling lower, 20 to 30% easily, even though demand from some groups like airlines, like United said, demand's down 90%. No one wants it. There's a lot of it on the, the sea right now, a lot of it on water. It's being shipped, and there's no home for it. And it's it's like one of those crazy things where we got into the U.S. Uh, trade war with China. What did we learn? We learned that a lot of ships were sitting outside the ports of Oakland and San Diego, uh, San, uh, not San Diego, but Los Angeles and Seattle. That's what I was trying to come up with. And they were just sitting there waiting. Some of it was like uh, agricultural goods, so it's sitting there rotting. 
waiting for a tariff to be repealed or waiting for tariffs to kick in or not kick in. Um, our shipping is telling us that there's no demand right now for oil. So I'm trying to keep it real and tell you that this isn't good news, but yet dramatically bad news. Like I've never seen that before. Uh, today has more bad news. GE's leasing subsidiary has canceled orders for 69. That's a curious number for Boeing 737 MAX aircraft. China is lowering their interest rates, 20 basis points, to 3.85% on a one-year loan. Trying to stimulate. So that, that combination, and then you throw in, did I say Disney's laying off 100,000 employees? Suspending pay. I know one of them. And uh, last year at this time, she took the plunge. After waiting 25 years to buy California real estate, she took the plunge. And guess who's going to be going, basically not able to pay their mortgage? Now, I would say that they're going to lose the house in a foreclosure, but I don't know. I don't know what plans are out there to bail out people who don't pay mortgages. I don't know what plans are out there to bail out banks that accept people who don't pay out mortgages for three months or whatever it takes to get us back working again. I think, uh, do you remember about a month ago, I said, this market will not hit bottom until we see the Olympics canceled. We need shocking things like that. Um, and they fought. You know, planning an Olympics takes way more than one year. Unplugging it takes more than one week. And even though they've bumped it one year back, the amount of planning that it's going to go into is insane. But as much as we needed something like a really shocking piece of data um, to send the markets lower. We're going to need some shocking pieces of data to get people back. Like Disney is going to open up July 4th and they're going to call it, and this is all hypothetical and they're going to call it, get back to the USA Disney's way, go to the house, the mouse built something like that. And they're like, we need to hire a hundred thousand workers and until we start seeing like Hollywood and Brad Pitt in line for Mulan with his daughters or something like that, and he's walking the red carpet, until we're walking red carpets, this economy's not back. Until Disney's saying we're pulling in 100,000 people, it's not back. Disney is such a boom for an economy. Um, let's say you're sitting around doing nothing. And you're like, maybe I should do something more. And you're like, hey, I hear the airport's hiring because Disney just opened up a theme park here. Hey, I hear hotels are popping up and they're eating masseuses and things like that. Disney suspending pay on 100,000 people is big. United Airlines said we've lost a couple billion. And models for getting back into flying really don't look back to 100% until after 2021. And those are models, so I don't think anything gets pulled forward at this point in time. Amazon-owned Whole Foods is quietly tracking its employees with a heat map tool that ranks which stores are most at risk of unionizing. Ho, 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 ho. Jeff Bezos is evil. Um, that's all I'm going to say. I love him on one hand. I dislike him on another. And I'm allowed to be confused. His stock's at an all-time high. Love him.
Um, taking some, having some people leak some hardcore tactics the company takes, that's pretty mean. That's pretty low. But again, it brings up a question for you as an investor. Let's, let's pull Bezos out of this. Um, as an investor, do you want to invest in companies that have unions or not? One of the reasons Tesla stock is doing so well is because they don't have the unions that Ford and General Motors has. That's just my opinion, but it's a well-regarded opinion. And I know a lot of like, even my, I've got a friend today who's like saying, you know, I'm really, really looking into United. I'm really, because I don't think they can fail. I'm really, really looking into United. And I'd be like, you should at least look at Southwest too. Because in the world of airlines, they've been profitable for 25 straight years in good times and bad times. They're not going to be profitable right now. If they are, that is going to be a rabbit pulled out of the hat. That is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Um, I don't know if there's a long story. Oh, and I think Southwest is going to be best positioned to take advantage of companies like United having to cut flights next year and the year after because they're at 75% capacity. I think the winner here might be Southwest. I don't own any, but it doesn't take a far stretch for me to get that in my head. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Sometime soon, I'm going to start updating my facebook group page i've got a couple one's called i hate rob black another's my cron for rob black and i'll probably do some facebook live videos just to go over the markets and walk people through where we are um it's funny because i'm now one month in and my i'm i'm not a young kid anymore so my hair doesn't grow like it used to and uh i'm starting to think like i should get a haircut i should learn how to cut my own hair like Am I going to come out of this as a somebody who can cut his own hair? Maybe, maybe. Um, but I will say that I'm gonna I'm gonna be itching to get a haircut again because it's one of those little perks. Uh, some people say that women like like um, lipsticks that you can invest in lipsticks because in a good economy or a bad economy it makes a woman feel pretty and sexy and it's it's cheap all things considered. Um, so like when a recession hits, you can still invest in makeup companies. That's the basic idea. Uh, I'm looking forward to it at this point. I'm willing to, Hey, you want to do a tool that tracks me on my phone, whether I have COVID or not, we're going to do mass testing to see if I'm safe or not, whatever, put it on my phone. I don't care. I'm not one of those privacy freaks on that level. I'm a privacy freak about my children. I'm a privacy freak about people I love, but not about myself. If you want to track that I have COVID, that's fine. So one of the good things out of this is, in my opinion, is how is tech going to innovate? Kevin Seistrom and Mike Krieger, um, I just read a book about them, co-creators of Instagram. They just started a new project, their first since leaving Facebook, and it's called RT.Live. Now, RT.Live is a data visualization website aimed directly at combating the coronavirus pandemic. When I got into this industry 25 years ago, there was a company that was um, heavily focusing on visualizing data. This was probably before we were starting to talk about artificial intelligence and um, big data and how companies are going to use it. 
visualization of data is just a little bit different. And at RT, the effective infection rate, one of the best ways to understand how COVID is spreading, they're working with ways to like share information. And site enables filtering based on geography and by states that have enacted shelter-in-place orders versus those that didn't. I'm fine with that. If that gets me back to quote-unquote work, I look forward to it. Um, but a lot of people are going to fight it. Just like this weekend, we saw a lot of uh, Americans go out and, and fight for their right to uh, hang out in big groups and go to work. Liberate the country. I don't know if Trump's message was, was spot on on that one, but um, something hit his, his investor base pretty hard today. And I'm thinking of November and the election season because right about now, TV stations are just printing money on campaign spending. You want to buy advertising for campaign spending? Come to us. We'll put on uh, Republicans. We'll put on Democrats. We'll put on senators. We'll put on congressmen, House of Representatives, judges, sheriffs. We'll take any sort of accept uh, any sort of advertising. Um, radio and tele- television very sensitive to election years. Another area that's going to get hit. We or will it? Or will that see a big pickup? But with oil prices falling today aggressively, I think that means there's going to be massive job losses in Texas. Now, I may be jumping to a conclusion. I may not know everything that I need to know at this point in time. But my instant reaction was, that's a lot of job losses coming to Texas. If you ever go to Texas and drive around, there's a lot of oil fields. And it's hot. So you invest in air conditioners, you invest in oil as far as the job markets go. Um, it's not the end all be all, but I see a lot of job losses going and no president has ever been reelected with massive job losses. It's just not what we do. Now I'm not, I'm not smart enough to, to get granular for you and like say, could Texas be lost? I don't, I don't know. But I think that's an interesting ramification of the low price of oil today. Um, and it's not lost on me that this president if the election's looking weird, that he doesn't try to postpone it and use some sort of government power that says I'm allowed to postpone elections, which I don't know if it exists or not. I'm not a you know constitutional scholar, but that document is a piece of paper that we live by in theory. Um, so could this year get go from crazy to crazier? The election's kind of a it's got a backseat crazy card for me. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Uh, a lot of pictures of people walking on beaches in Florida over the weekend. And depending on what state you're from, you're probably saying, wow, those are really stupid people. Or like, wow, they've, they're really expressing their, their right to get out. California Beach is the same way. I had a friend call me and uh, say that, you know, hey, uh, go to the beach. Do you want me to stop by on my way back? I'm like, no. Because I fall into the camp of, what happened? Like, and I asked him, I said, what if happens if a cop pulls you over? Like, there's signs on the way to the beach that say things like, if you're five miles away from home, turn around. Uh, I'm like, what happens if a cop pulls you over? Like, ah, just tell him going for a job or something. And I'm like, okay. So a lot of scary stuff going on right now. Um, I don't think we know when we're going to get back. United Airlines is saying, you know, we lost a couple billion dollars in the month of March. Um, not just January and February. January and February should have been okay. 
but no. So we don't know when this all gets back. Congress is working on a second stimulus package for small businesses. Um, the one that protects paychecks, the payroll, payroll, uh, payroll protection act, I guess is what you can call it. But the provisions ran out of money too fast. So they're printing more money. I have no problems that we come out of this on the other side with so much stimulus that we get a reasonable economy back. Again, I think the airlines are doing us a favor by saying, you know, 75% getting an economy back means we go bankrupt. It's like, okay, can't service debt. So watch out for companies that can't service debt. You should be going through your portfolio right now looking for something called debt to equity. You should look for cash flow in companies if you own individual companies. That's what I'm doing. Um, if you go out, I won't even get into that analogy. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. I can't imagine a day where we're going back to... what we left listening to a little music coming out of break i'm like when are we going to get to hang out with groups again that's an industry i feel bad for because like let's say you're an upcoming band this was supposed to be your year you had a big summer tour planned well that's not gonna happen when do you get another chance do you get another chance um so I'm it's it's I'm going through a lot of process at this point in time on the big gatherings. And when I say I'm going through it, I'm trying to figure out for you when I could say I think the economy is going to be fully healthy again. Um, until we go back to concerts, uh, it, it, we're not there. Until we're going on vacations, we're not there. What do planes look like when we fly in the future? I can almost all but guarantee for at least the next three years, everyone's wearing a mask on any flight. And they'll ask you to leave a plane if you don't have a mask on. Um, so I'm like, ooh. But back to the music analogy, I want to own a company called Live Nation, but I, I got to wait till I get a sense that they can service their debt through a worst-case scenario. They got a lot of debt. And that's the thing that's held me back on the trigger finger. You know, they say, feed a cold, starve a fever, drink a Corona. <laughs> No, don't do Corona jokes. I ran a toilet paper, had to start using old newspaper. Times are off. Like the New York Times. My kids went to a restaurant the other day and they ordered Mac and Sneeze. No. Nail salons, hair salons, waxing places, tanning salons, all closed. It's about to get ugly out there. Get it? Okay, okay. (sighs) Oil dropped big today, and we were slated for a big down day. I like that oil dropped big today because it's one of those headlines that scares people. Oil drops to a 22-year low. And some people are going to say, the anarchists of the world are going to say, good, globalization's dead. 
And I'm going to say that's not good because we need Nike to make shoes in China and Asia where living wages, people are being paid $2, $3, $4, $5, nothing. Um, and the more you get established companies in, the more established salaries and wages you should be able to create over time. Um, but oil prices crashing today, not pulling the markets down. It's pulling the oil sector down for sure. Bowing down on a news that GE, who leases planes, they have a lot of money. They grab a plane from Boeing and then they set, they lease it to, say, like a United. The only problem there is companies like United are saying, we're losing too much money. Outlook for airlines, travel, and cruise industries, it's not good. Um, Buffett is in the news. Warren Buffett, Warren Buffet, when he talks, I listen. His partner, Charlie Munger, is calling the coronavirus recession the worst typhoon that's ever happened. You know how I said, we got a good headline if you want to be constructive. Oil price is crashing. Another good headline that we would look at is one of the richest people in the world using his cash to bail out an airline or a car company. Or maybe he's looking at something different. It's mind-boggling to think that companies like Apple could buy United Airlines in cash. And they could come out with an iPlane. I used to joke um, Steve Jobs was going to come out with an iCoffin. It was going to be an all-glass coffin. And you know you can check in on your dead ones, uh, FaceTime, but that one's kind of you know shaking away ever so slowly. The joke wasn't there in the first place. Um, there's a lot of problems that are need going to be solved, and they're not going to be solved overnight. Stock market seems eager to look past everything in 2020 and look for a rebound in 2021. It's That's partly why things have done so well in the month of April, following the horrible month of March, is we're looking for that rebound, but there's going to be some things that happen in between now and then. Disney suspended pay for over 100,000 workers. I get it. Now, I know it's easy to be sitting on the other side of the radio today and go, screw Disney. They charge $110 for my kid to come into their stupid theme parks, and they should be paying their workers. Well, why don't you pay me to come to your house and like read the newspaper to you? And you're like, no, I don't have that kind of money right now. Well, that's kind of the part of the problem. You can't spend other people's money. But I am a good newspaper reader for anyone who wants one. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. <coughs> Excuse me. I got the whooping cough. I got the black lung. Yeah, COVID jokes aren't going to be funny for a while. <laughs> I just made myself laugh. Cough. That's not good. Mac and sneeze. <sighs> Consumer discretionary. An area where you're a consumer, and you don't have to buy something, but you do. Um, a lot different than essentials. Hasbro is leading today. It's hitting its best level in 11 days. Amazon's showing a lot of relative strength. Hasbro, huh? That's odd. A toy maker. 
with the death of Toy Stories, you would have thought that Hasbro would have gone away. eBay is rising to its best level since early March. Amazon hits a record high again today. Under Armour, you don't have to have Under Armour, but you want to have Under Armour. They were upgraded to market perform. Best Buy as a group, uh, as a category in consumer discretionary, it's above its 50-day moving average. Now, 50-day moving average, I don't talk a lot about. I want you to look at them. I want you to understand them. That what's happened in the last 50 days? Well, a lot. And is Best Buy above that level or below that level in all the days of trading the last 50 days? Is it bucking a trend? Is it setting a trend? Is it trending lower? And I would say 50 days is kind of a short-term trend, right? So also I want you to take a look at a chart of a Best Buy if you wanted to buy it. And this is all hypothetical. In the short term, you can see how it's, it's done in the last 50 days. And you can go, you know what? There was the second worst day ever on Wall Street during the last 50 days. I want to see how Best Buy did on that day. There was the day where we said on X day, California's going to stay in. And on another day, New York said they're going to shut in. And if you're going to buy a Best Buy now, they're, they're sad. They're, there's no one in the stores, and they're big stores. And if you want to go in the store and shop, you can. But you have to have an employee follow you to make sure, A, that you're not swiping stuff, and B, that you're not coughing on everything. So you have a personal little shopper right now. So I want to look at the last three years on Best Buy. The last 50 days is going to tell me how they've done in times of supreme distress. But the last three years may show me how they did in a great stock market, a bad stock market. It may show me how they did in the last 10 years since the last financial crisis. How they did under a Democrat president, how they did under a Republican president. I'm going to, I'm going to look at charts just to see. I'm not going to look on the chart just to tell me, this is a magic number. Ooh, bye. Charts don't tell me that. I know that people want them to. Uber was awarded $810 million in a general services administration contract for rideshare services. And I'm like, didn't see that one coming. You can make your cases right now. And here's the thing that I don't want you to do is I don't want you to make a lot of cases because they go out the window fast. What government threw down $810 million at a time like right now? And I'm like, didn't see that one coming. All the way from Washington, D.C., let's go spend some money. Um, it does. I don't know. Is that, I'm, I'm actually a little speechless on that one. Oh, we're in earnings week. IBM's going to report numbers tonight. Um, I should mention that we are in earnings week and next week as well. And we're going to get a lot of information. A company called Moderna is up, ticker symbol MRNA. They are getting funded by the United States government. And we want them to come up with the COVID-19 vaccine. There's also a company called Novavax, ticker symbol NVAX. They're on a rush to come up with a COVID-19 vaccine. Up 22% today. 
and Novak's up 9%. So we're still chasing the cure and driving stocks higher with momentum. That is crazy. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Listen to me every single day. Listen to CFP Chad Burton if you can. Get an understanding of what the eye of the storm looks like. Oil crashing today, eh, it's kind of a flash crash. It's not as real as it looks. It's real. And it's going to shut down Texas oil hardcore. And it shows you that we don't have a lot of demand. But it's not apocalyptic. Disney cutting 100,000 jobs. They're saying, you know, the studio businesses are going to see declines. The park business is going to see earnings revisions. Um, they can't just run on Disney Plus alone, you know? They need people to power their, their Star Wars uh, exhibit. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. The U.S. economic slump, to say the least, is rippling. And I saw how one university is, like, really stressed out about it. Clemson. Um, They're expected to take millions and millions of dollars losses. They see a big revenue drop on a sports budget that grew. Now, again, when we're talking about colleges and sports budgets growing, there's a little bit of our aren't colleges meant for something else like education. Uh, My neighbor's kids, we did one of those little socialize in the driveway just to pick each other's brains a little bit. His kids are back home and he doesn't expect either one to go back in the fall. He's completely uh, preparing one major university like a Harvard saying, we're not going to open campus next year. We're just doing it all online. And suddenly you're going to see the whole nation kind of fall in line with that. So if you think Zoom conferences are done, like, woo, we've hit our peak. Uh-uh. There's more to ride out in this. Now, the sports angle in colleges, that's going to be a fun one to watch unfold because it doesn't it, – me and my producer weren't fighting, but we were kind of like said, I wonder if peak travel is going to come back in 2021. I wonder if it's going to be 2022. What do you think you're going to travel again? I'm going to tell you when I'm going to travel again. Uh, man, we're just comparing stories. I think uh, that's a, a small way of starting to think of what will things look like in the future. And I'll tell you the answer is we don't know. We don't know how fast we get back to where we want to get back to. Keep in mind, we're just now coming to terms that a lot of people died in New York and a lot more will. Uh, but we're already starting to think of, eh, when, when do I get a fly? And what's that look like? I can imagine when we do fly again, 100% of the people on the flight will have to wear masks. When you buy a ticket, they're going to figure out a way to charge you $4 for a mask that cost $1, and they're going to keep the margin, and they're going to say, Here's a mask for your 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 uh, safety, and as well as the safety of everyone on board. Please put it on. I'm like, okay. Now, does that mean when the booze cart comes around, like I, I won't be able to get booze because I'll have to take it off? Maybe. Okay, how does that affect booze sales <laughs> kind of thing? And um, how does that affect uh, people who are taking – I don't know my medications very well, which tells you I don't take a lot of medications. Is it Zantac? Zantac's stomach – how does that affect my uh, 
my happy pill that I take before I get on a plane for anxiety. See, I don't do that. You know what's interesting about um, taking antidepressants? They really mess up your chance of ever getting life insurance. A lot of people who've taken antidepressants, the, the drug medication is so powerful. I'm mean, I'm not talking medicine here. I'm not pulling a Dr. Phil on you. But some people are killing themselves on antidepressants. So um, maybe it's because they're depressed to begin with. Maybe it's uh, the drug makes it a little more of an emotional roller coaster. But it's tough to get life insurance once you've you've admitted to taking anything like that. Um, and I happen to know because I got life insurance. And one of the trick things was, uh, have you ever taken an antidepressant? So not, not trick, but answering that kind of is a big strike. You can still get it, but it's a big strike. So having your parents die before age 60 when you go for life insurance is also a big strike because you have basically precedent. Which brings up the next thought, the next idea, the next concept is we still need to remember things life, like life insurance right now. If we've learned nothing, it's that people can randomly die in random situations. I saw a Broadway actor lose his leg due to complications with the coronavirus. I'm like, whoa, didn't see that one coming. And if you're a Broadway actor, you probably need two legs to get around the stage to dance and sing. That has to be a shock to his family and their income. Hopefully, he's got really good disability or he has disability insurance because his ability to earn cash the old-fashioned way that he was trained to do it might be over. Then again, I know there's probably some one-legged Broadway stars and I should shut up before I say something stupid. Oil prices are crashing today. Um, we need to go through some bankruptcies. I don't think the market has put in a definitive bottom. I think it's put in one that it's playing with. The month of April was a big improvement over the month of March. And even today when oil was slated to open and pull the markets down 600, I said to my sugar booger, sugar or Miss Booger, I said, it's going to be a rough open, but probably not as bad as what we were seeing in March. And it was a rough open. And oddly enough, the Dow is now back to almost, it's on, down under 1% versus down 3% at the open. The NASDAQ's in positive territory, and the SP 500's down just one half of 1%. Um, we're getting bad news out there. Companies like United are saying we've lost millions of dollars billions of dollars bad news is in store and yet somehow the market's showing a little bit of resiliency a characteristic i love in human beings tenacity loyalty honor resilience um they mean a lot more to me than some of the typical benchmarks oil sits at ten dollars and ninety cents a barrel and all i can say right now is oh it's been a long time since I've seen oil that cheap. 22 years ago, to be exact, I was a younger man. And uh, let's just say that we're probably looking at gas at $1 in parts of the United States, if not under. On one hand, that's lovely and wonderful. On the other hand, it showed you the signs of distress. Um, Americans can't produce oil at $10 a barrel. So if it costs us 25 to produce a barrel at 10, we're either going to lose money or we're going to lose jobs. Guess which one we're going to lose? Jobs. 
I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Thank you for listening to the show. I know you have options. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com.